Hey friends, it's Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend and life coach from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to the Simple On Purpose podcast, previously known as Simple Saturdays. I am so glad you're here. This is a time for me to remind you that you can show up and live the life that you want on purpose with intention that you can simplify your space, simplify your life and simplify your heart and really show up and enjoy the life you have. So to open up today, um, I'm going to share with you a segment I like to call the things I'm Googling. (laughs) And I used to share this on the blog back in the day, but man, now I just have my phone in front of me and I'm talking to you and this is so easy. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to open up my phone, look through all of the tabs I have open on my search, and I'm going to share them with you. It's, this is vulnerable guys. This is like an intimate moment. We're sharing me sharing my search history. I mean, it's almost like you've come to my home and I allow you to see into my ensuite bathroom right off my bedroom. Like even my besties respect that that is a sanctuary you don't just enter into. So come on in, come on in. Let's see what I'm Googling. How to make a cortado, a delicious coffee drink, but I always forget what it's called and I always forget what's in it. So sometimes I Google it. Um, the Levy family. We're watching Schitt's Creek on Netflix. We are watching the last season. It is so good, but I wanted to remember who was related to who. Reminder, Twyla is also Eugene Levy's daughter. Interesting fact. Leahy's called, <laughs> Leahy's called a dance. I'm a child born in 1980 and CMT was my life in the 90s. So I was making my kids relive that recently and showing them the video and trying to get them excited about it. They weren't. All right. Um, also Imagine by John Lennon. I was showing them that song. Um, Ooh, you remember that show, excuse me, remember that show Extreme Makeover or The Swan where they would like give people really intense plastic surgery. So I was Googling where they are now and it turns out they're not happy. (laughs) Who knew? Hundreds of thousands of dollars of plastic surgery and they still go back to their old ways, their old thought patterns. They're not happy. Um, Jane Lynch, I had to show Connor a picture of Jane Lynch because I was proposing that she is the perfect pairing for Patrick Warburton. I feel like they are just of equal um, sarcasm and celebrity rank. So that's my pitch, my dream team right there. Honey Boy, Shia LaBeouf's new movie. It looks really good. Um, (laughs) Here's something I do often when we watch TV that's set in a different era is I Google how much money it was worth back in the day to how much is it, it is now. So we're watching Halt in Catch Fire, which is following d- the development of computer companies in the 80s. The first season, not good. Second season's good. Anyways, I was Googling how much money was worth in 1985 to what it is compared now. All right, that's the series of the weird things I'm Googling now. I hope you enjoyed it. And yes, I still have my cold. I think everybody has a cold. So let's just all be scratchy voice together, drinking our vitamin waters and moving on with the day, getting by on lots of coffee and decongestants. So today I want to talk about how minimalism, <laughs> that's not a word, you guys, it's, things are a little bit loopy here, how minimalism has changed my life. So when I asked for episode topics for the 50th episode, Melissa said she wants to know what is different in my home and my time and myself from before and after minimalism. And I couldn't cover that and just kind of smush it into that other episode. I wanted to give it its own episode because I got a lot to say. So to give you a recap, about five years ago, we started decluttering our home. And by we, I mean me, because I had read this book called The Joy of Less, and I (laughs) realized I had permission to get rid of all this stuff. 
like I kind of didn't even think of it as an option for myself. And if you've heard my story, I grew up in a home that was filled with a lot of stuff, boxes and piles of paper, just like so much stuff. And eventually I would learn from the comments that my friends would make that this wasn't really like normal. (laughs) And I became really frustrated. I almost became embarrassed. I felt like there wasn't a space for me or my friends or kind of the life that I wanted to be experiencing. But I also would look at what the situation was and I would know that it wasn't just clutter like this was a house full of items that were hard for my parents to go through especially my mom a lot of it was stuff that she inherited when her parents had passed away so I knew that it wasn't just a situation of people and their stuff like clutter can be pretty simple to judge but the emotional weight that comes with it can be the really hard part for us to process through and when I started decluttering I went through that experience And I was accumulating stuff and not out of heartache or sentimentality, but out of boredom and consumerism and perceived need. Like I enjoyed shopping. I enjoyed things. They made me feel like like a successful adult. And I just looked around the house and I saw that we were filling it up with toys and gadgets and furniture that we really had no need for. It wasn't making my life better. It was making my life harder. And I just decided I want this stuff gone. So I started to go through everything, everything. And I think it took a good solid year to go through everything and feel like I had really gone through every drawer, every cupboard, every room in the house. But as I let go of these things, I was encountering the emotion that went along with it. So something I bought to spoil the kids or something I bought because I felt like it was necessary, something I bought to fit in or to feel better or something I bought because this is what adults do and I was craving that feeling of being successful or being grown up or whatever. So decluttering was bringing me face to face with these emotions that I was living my life by. And it brought up a lot of tension because it wasn't how I wanted to be living. So overall decluttering your home is just changing your physical space, but it changes you. It changed me how I show up in my life, how I show up as a mom, how I show up as a wife, and how I just am in my own home. I've got categories that I'm gonna share with you. How minimalism changed my motherhood, my marriage, my homemaking, and my life. The first one is motherhood. And one of the first changes I noticed was that it was changing our family culture. And I'll link a post about family culture in the show notes. But as I was clearing out the space, I was getting room to do things. I was getting rid of hobbies that I'm not really into. And I was left with the things that I enjoy doing that I've been craving time to do. And I started to do things. And this had become really important to me because minimalism was making me see that we had a family culture of consuming, consuming TV, consuming snacks, consuming media. And I really wanted more of a family culture that focused on creating and enjoying and doing. So when I can do things, when I can be a mom who does things, then my kids see someone who is doing things they love just because they enjoy it. Not to make money, not to have people say that it's amazing. It's just for me. It's just for the process and how it makes my heart feel. The next thing is that I look at this home as the home that is going to grow my kids. And minimalism helped me see that I am creating spaces. I get to choose what we use this space for. Like I could make 
a home library if I wanted to. I could make a home movie theater. I could clear out my basement and make it whatever I want because I want my kids to have a home where they can move and play and create and make messes. That is the child at home that I want to offer my children. And before minimalism, my home, it was just on autopilot. There wasn't much thought. I was just doing what other people would do in their homes or what I thought was the best thing but now I just rethink our space like we have a lego station and craft supplies in the kitchen we have hockey and dress up in the fort in the basement we have rooms decorated by the kids with all the things they love because this is the space that is growing them as they grow in this space another point is that when you clear out space and you have the ability to use your space like a clear counter you can use that a clear table you can use that and I find that we're just doing things now we're playing games we're playing puzzles we're just hanging out together on the couch and I feel like we're sharing space together we're sharing life together and finally it's allowing us to make a lot of memories instead of buying more things and minimalism helped me see that I could go out and buy like all of the cheap plastic holiday themed stuff to celebrate something and the kids would be happy and I would feel like, oh, look at that. It's so cool. Like Easter, everything Easter. But I see now that I want to experience something with them. I want to go on a fun Easter egg hunt with them. I want to like do something with them. And if I do buy them something, it is something meaningful and something that's a bit better like a bit higher quality it's not just going to break in a day and so i think that makes it more special and i'm sure that especially one out of my three kids would prefer to just keep having stuff and more stuff and more stuff because they love the feeling of new stuff but overall i feel like minimalism has just helped me reshift how i view what we're giving our kids and how we show up for them in and how we spend our money on them. You know, I want them to learn that we can show up and love them in so many other ways than just how we spend money. There are a lot of blog posts related to everything I'm saying, so I'm gonna put them all in the show notes. It'll just be like um, a big referral list of everything that's kind of taught me these lessons along the way. And I'm also gonna cut this episode right here, and I'm gonna jump into a second follow-up episode just to keep the time down so that if you are a mom and you're on the go, you can listen to this one and then jump back into the next one whenever you're ready. In the next one, I'm gonna cover marriage, homemaking, and my life. 